0: Konnichiwa and welcome to the Code of the Cardboard Samurai, a podcast all about Magic the Gathering in Japan. In this podcast, our goal will be to inform people both around and outside of Japan what is going on in the magic scene here. I'm your host, Ryan Schwenk, the Japan hobbyist out of Yokohama, and today I'm joined with a good friend. Uh, I'm joined by a good friend of mine from Nagoya, Kevin. Uh, So, Kevin, let's start off by having you kind of introduce yourself. So, tell me a little bit about your personal background and your MTG background.
1: All right. So, uh, as Brian said, my name is Kevin. I have been living in Japan for my fourth year now. I came from Pennsylvania in the USA. And I've been playing Magic for... Uh, almost 15 years now. Wow. What was your first set? Uh, the first set I, well.
0: Like 15 years. That's like what? Invasion or something or?
1: Well, no, not that far. So I started off with, uh, 7th edition.
0: The Mm 7th edition
1: starter kit was how I got into the game. Okay. Um, but the first set I really uh, dug in deep on was Ravnica City of Guilds.
0: Okay, so that was a good set to get get started on then.
1: Yeah. So the uh, my friend who had introduced me to Magic, you know, he had just given me a bunch of his old cards, and he like he had been playing during Tempest and mm-hmm. Fallen Empires and stuff. So you now we built some two color decks, and Ravnica was all about the two color guilds. Those are sort of a perfect so, mesh to really get me into the game.
0: So we met in Nagoya. I li- For anybody listening, uh, you, you might remember that uh, I, I talked about how I lived in Nagoya for about six years. And uh, now you're living in Gifu, or are you moving, did you move back to, to Nagoya?
1: I just moved back to Nagoya na- last week.
0: Okay, good, good. And I was going to ask you about your favorite formats as well. Like, what, what kept you playing for 15 years what formats do you really enjoy
1: (laughs) uh mostly limited because in high school
0: pre-releases and
1: yeah i didn't i didn't have a lot of money in high school Mm -hmm. so pre-releases were really my my only time to play magic outside of my friend group Mm -hmm. and you know like like i said i didn't have much money so trying to be competitive and trading and buying cards just wasn't a thing for me at the time yeah but with like sealed and stuff they just give you the cards and i can no put a deck out of those
0: in in nagoya are you kind of an edh player would you say
1: uh yeah at this point yeah i mostly play commander but now that i'm back in but now that i'm back Mm -hmm. in nagoya i can start like drafting and stuff again too Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm up in gifu there were just no drafts going on you'd have to go to Nagoya for that and yeah, for if,
0: anybody that doesn't know about Japan Gifu is uh I don't know it's I guess it would be like uh
1: it has a Nagoya's very small like
0: Illinois <laughs> Nagoya's like Illinois maybe in <laughs> like uh I don't know Gifu's like Kentucky
1: <laughs> I mean it's, it's, it's a very small magic scene in Gifu yeah like there's yeah, it's pretty tiny really like one or two stores in the area and the one store next to the next to Gifu Station, really only does standard and pre-releases. Yeah. And you, know, okay. if you, want to be, you just can't Sorry. be competitive without putting into a lot of money. And if you're losing, okay. it's not worth it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the reason why I invited Kevin on today uh, is because he's a, a big fan of, like, Kaiju and, and Toho, the company who joined with Wizards of the Coast for Korea to make the special Godzilla cards.
1: So, yeah, I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, let, let's talk about that a little bit. So that's our topic for today. We're going to talk about the kaiju of Ikoria in Toho Studios. So for anybody that doesn't know, what's a kaiju? D- can you uh, explain?
1: Well, kaiju literally mean, means giant monster. Yeah. Yeah, like the the Jew means uh, beast. Yeah. So that's really the how we classify you know, Godzilla and King and- Kong and other similar... And uh, I guess Kai monsters. is kind
0: of like monstrous, kind of? Because they had what, Kaibutsu was a, a, an old Theros mechanic, I believe.
1: A monstrous, you know, yeah. Um, or monstrosity,
0: also... I think it was right. called.
1: Right, 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 right. Um, you also have Kaijin, which uh-huh. is really, like, you know, I like guess, a monstrous person. Mm-hmm,
0: hmm
1: Yeah, you see those, you'll use you see Kaijin used a lot for, like, Power Ranger uh, monsters. I was going to so say, on.
0: also, uh, One Punch Man i, I haven't seen, seen one punch, punch man.
1: man oh you gotta watch it
0: <laughs> <laughs> he fights he fights monstrous people all the time kaijin i believe that's where you'll he- you'll hear that word a lot
1: oh okay yeah
0: so so kaiju like is you know like like i said or like uh, i said earlier i i heard that you really like like the that scene like the toho and and whatnot so how long has this been going on like when did kaiju become a thing has it been around for is it like a newer thing is it something that came around with power rangers how far well, does that go back
1: it goes back to the 50s. Yeah. So Godzilla was born because like
0: 1954 was the first one, right?
1: Right. So uh the team that was um Toho Studios and the special effects director Eiji mm-hmm. Tsuburaya, they wanted to capitalize on the success of the first King Kong film.
0: Uh-huh, which was from like what the 30s, right? The one yeah. in the USA.
1: But the problem was that with their budget and time constraints, uh, they couldn't do a stop motion monster film like King Kong mm-hmm. was. So they had to be a little extra creative and thought, mm-hmm. well, what if we had someone in a monster suit to do the movements? <laughs> and, that's yeah. how, and that's basically how Godzilla was born.
0: So you can thank Japan for the birth of kaiju and you know monsters and Power Rangers and all that.
1: Right, but we couldn't have we wouldn't have had it if it weren't for King Kong, so he deserves yeah. a lot of credit too. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, um, another question real quick. What was your first reaction when you heard that Ikoria was gonna have Godzilla or sorry, Toho Godzilla monsters in it?
1: Okay. Well, to have to go back a little bit further, so um, with circumstances as they were, I kind of took a break from magic for a year. Like, okay. I, I didn't buy any of Magic twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I only. I think had...
0: a lot of people weren't really happy with a lot of the the recent sets, to be honest. Well, but
1: but you know, I, but I just there was a point where I just couldn't keep up anymore. So I sort of mm-hmm. th- th- I took a step back during Throne of Eldraine and There Was Beyond Death. Mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, I kept up with our friend group and stuff, and I saw yeah, some spoilers, yeah. but I wasn't really invested into like learning the cards or playing the sets. Yeah. Well, you know, I hear like, oh, by the way, if you you know buy a box and and all that, you get special Godzilla card, and like, oh God, there goes my money. <laughs> so you were excited then? You I was really so happy. so excited. Like, I want all of these.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's great for EDH. Like I, you know, we we, we I said a little bit earlier. I think. I, I played against you in EDH a, a few times when I was part of the group back in, in Nagoya. And I, uh-huh. I just think everyone, every EDH player is just going to go crazy for these.
1: I mean, and you know, this is part of, part of a genre that I particularly enjoy. So this sort mm-hmm. of mesh between Magic and Tokusatsu series, like, ah, yeah. oh,
0: my heart. So you feel seen, right? Is that what they say?
1: Yes, pretty, pretty yeah. something like I that. I feel seen. <laughs> i noticed.
0: Yeah. So um let's go over some of the cards. Uh yeah. I think we have like nineteen
1: total cards yeah, that they need. 19, nineteen total cards with uh Toho Monster Art.
0: So let's go over each of these. Um, let's talk about, you know, the actual uh magic card itself first. Okay. And and then after that, you know, we'll read over the, the, the information about it and then we'll talk about the uh you know, the actual Toho Monster and then I, I wanna kinda You know, talk about, like, its history and, like, the movies and stuff like that. So, kind of give people a little bit of knowledge about, you know, Japan or the Japanese kaiju scene. Yeah, let's do it. So, the first three cards I think we should talk about is Godzilla. You have to, right?
1: Yeah. You you don't talk about the whole franchise without without bringing up the King of Monsters himself. There we go.
0: So, the first one that we have, Godzilla, King of Monsters, he's uh, three mana, red and a green. Uh, legendary seven three with trample and lethal damage dealt to creatures you control is determined by their power rather than their toughness.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a very unique ability to to be seen at this.
0: So at this I don't set. I don't get this. Is that like kind of like so if he has seven power, it deals damage to his power?
1: More or less. So you know how cards like Arcades, um, they do yeah, damage with their toughness. The, yeah, and and it's sort of the. The reverse where it's not about damage you deal but damage you have to take yeah so the greater uh the power of creatures you control is the harder it is for them to to uh die from damage yeah so okay. Godzilla being the a three it has to have take seven damage or more mm-hmm. to die
0: so i'm guessing you need seven so like if you're gonna burn it out you need seven
1: Seven points of damage, right. Seven points of damage. Wow. Yes. Yeah, like, okay. minus, like a minus three effect will kill Godzilla. Okay. But a, something like a lightning bolt, you're going to need a really big lightning bolt to yeah. take him down. I,
0: and I think if we talk about past Godzilla movies, they probably tried to kill it with lightning in the past, and it just made him angrier.
1: Yeah, it's a it? <laughs> well, so going to his history, um, yeah. the origin was that like, like, we just finished up World War Two. And yeah. the atomic bomb yeah so godzilla was sort of a follow-up to that you know kind of that that uh storyline where uh, he was godzilla was
0: from from the radiation right
1: right like he was an he was an ancient being that yeah. was awoken from the atomic bomb testing uh-huh. and the radiation kind of just mutated him to be an extremely powerful creature yeah
0: yeah so yeah, 1954. I think we said uh, yeah, that was like the first time he showed up. Right. Um, his the magic card that he is mirroring is called Zelorthra.
1: I think is how you say it. Yeah, Zelorthra, strength incarnate.
0: So there's three Godzillas. This is the first one. How do you feel about Godzilla, King of the Monsters, being a a gruel, you know, monster? Seven three. Is it a I'm, good
1: match? I mean, red green is a is a perfect color combination for Godzilla. So this is a, a win flavor wise. I think so. Um, so. Do you like the abilities as well? mean, you, you mean as it fits the character? Yeah, I think so. I think it. Um, so another thing that comes up a lot is the uh, for the humans trying to mm-hmm. defend themselves against Godzilla. Mm-hmm. You know, the strongest weapon we have is the atomic bomb. Yeah, but. It doesn't work against Godzilla because the atomic bomb was what created him. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of the idea that the weapon that um, made him stronger also gives mm-hmm. him the ability to, to protect himself from that weapon.
0: His power, yeah. Yeah, right. I think that, that's really good flavor. However, man, he's got flame breath. Or I guess I don't know laser breath atomic or whatever. Atomic
1: breath. It's atomic
0: breath. Atomic breath. breath. I'm kind of disappointed he doesn't have like pay two mana deal, like one point of damage. He should have a ping effect. Like, I think that would be like so on flavor to give Godzilla a ping effect. Even even three mana for like one damage. I mean, it just any kind of ping damage should be great. Do, do you think so?
1: I I mean I I mean I think with any card that. Um, refers to another character. You can always do more. Yeah. but Once they the card, plan this, I mean... For the card as is, you know, it's, yeah. I think it's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's acceptable. Not perfect, but it's acceptable. <laughs> uh, so, so
0: the other one, so again, we got two more Godzillas. There's Godzilla yeah. Primeval Champion. He's a right. uh, 7 mana and a green-green. Trample, 11-11. That's awesome. Yeah, he's huge. And then uh, Cycling for 2 mana, 1 and in, in a green. And it says when you cycle a Godzilla Primeval Champion, or the uh, MTG name is
1: Titanith
0: Rex, um, you can put a trample counter on a target creature you control, which basically gives a creature trample.
1: Yeah, but it gives it permanently. So Yeah,
0: so it's not like an enchantment. It can't, unless the creature
1: dies. Right, you can't so. take off the counter uh, by normal means. So, I think I... I, I we should probably talk about like these three different
0: Godzilla's here. They all look kind of different. They look like they're maybe from different eras. Like the first one, Godzilla King of Monsters. Like which which era of Japanese you know Godzilla cinema would you say he's from?
1: Um, I'd say it's from the you know the first batch of movies. Um, so like
0: the '60s and
1: '70s. Yeah, something like that. Like just very and classic it- look to him.
0: Yeah, he's got the really. He's got no chest. He hasn't do arm reps. It looks like (laughs) he's got. He's got to build that. He's like me. I got that Godzilla (laughs) body. The when you get to like forty, that's what you start looking at. Yeah. So Godzilla, Primeval Champion. He's kind of. He's bulky. He's big. he's he's
1: huge. He's huge. Where do we?
0: Where? What era of you know Japanese? uh, You know Godzilla cinema. Do we see him from? Do you think?
1: I mean, I, I might put him more recently
0: like in the 90s or like 2000s maybe
1: like maybe the 2000s
0: so like we had like what godzilla final wars hilarious and great like
1: we movie. like we like, like like these movies, these movies have been made for you know years and years yeah but um uh looking at the wikipedia page yeah. godzilla final wars was 2004 yeah and Shin jira didn't come out in 2016 yeah the legendary pictures uh godzilla movie didn't come out in 2014 so yeah. we have this like 10 year gap yeah so this is like movies. the
0: 2000s godzilla I, th- I would say
1: that's my feel that's my feeling with the size because they want to bring him back show him hey we have this really cool giant monster that you guys haven't seen in years
0: but as far as like on flavor i mean do you like this one as well
1: uh yeah the i love 11 trample you know, just the idea of here's a giant monster that will, you know, wreck your city and anything in its path.
0: Yeah. Um, I kind of, I mean, it's kind of off topic, but, you know, seeing all these giant monsters in here, I, I really wish we had, like, Heartless Summoning and Magic again. Which, like, makes <laughs> all your creatures cost. cost two less to play. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I want to play him for cheap. Just you 99 know, like, nine Trample for, like, five.
1: I mean, like, you know what I mean? I what mean, what else? I mean, we got, what? Gorklaw like a couple years ago, right?
0: the, the...
1: Gorclaw Terror of Calcisma, the four three bear. That reduces oh, yeah, the yeah, 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 cost yeah. of mix cheaper too, right? Yeah, all your power you creatures with power one. No. All your creatures with power four or greater cost two less.
0: Yeah, but it be can only play one. You can't you can't stack the thing to make it cheaper, so
1: Oh, you, well, I mean you had to have other effects too, yeah. but
0: but yeah, I like I like this one. I, I, I would say this is also kind of like a meta or not a meta, it's like a a, a flavor win. It's a, yeah. it's a it, it matches his uh typing really well. Right yeah, in the two thousands I kinda of feel like the the fights got bigger and better as technology got better and he got yeah. stronger. So I, I like how this kind of matches him. hmm Alright. So the third Godzilla we have is Godzilla Doom Inevitable. Yeah, mono red. Yeah, Yadaro Wandering Monster is the uh, mirror in his MTG universe. So he's a dinosaur turtle here. So yeah, the first (laughs) one is just a dinosaur. The King of Monsters is a dinosaur. He's a dinosaur beast as Primeval Champion. Now he's a dinosaur turtle. So it's Trample Haste. It's uh, 5 and 2 red in the casting cost, cycling for 2 red mana. And this is when you cycle uh, Godzilla Doomed Evitable uh you can shuffle it into your library from your graveyard and if you've cycled it four times in the game you can put it on the battlefield for from your graveyard instead
1: yeah this guy's sweet
0: yeah so yeah i guess if you play multiples if you play four of them you just have them all in your opening hands like boom 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 draw cards <laughs> and just put it yeah, put it into place as as right possible.
1: right pretty much just keeps coming back so
0: as far as arrow wise would you say this is kind of like the hollywood godzilla
1: no, I think I'd put it toward like eighties and eighties and nineties. Really? Well, so the thing with most of the Godzilla movies is that, um, he almost never dies. Yeah. He, the end, the very end of the movie is almost always Godzilla returns to the ocean. Yeah. Until another threat threatens Japan. Yeah. Or threatens the Earth. Yeah. So just the too. idea of so you know it, which I think matches really well with the cycling ability. Where instead of staying in your graveyard, it goes back to your deck for you to draw again later.
0: Yeah. yeah, so it's and like was, more like the Japanese style.
1: Yeah, and, you know, you do it enough times, all of a sudden he's on the battlefield.
0: And he's like slumbering slowly back into the water, like a turtle. Right. 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 Okay, I can see that. Um, what about the coloring though? As like a, a red card, a mono red card. It, does uh, this work?
1: Yeah, I. I mean, the haste part definitely make, puts it in he puts it in red
0: he comes when he's needed
1: yeah or like when he comes he comes at you immediately there's yeah there's, there's no pause
0: yeah he, and then he he walks slowly back to the sea afterwards like right you said. <laughs> yeah okay okay i can see that yeah i don't know if i'd really i've see, i know he's a green monster i don't know if i would see him as a red monster but the picture itself kind of reminds me of like the stuff from like the hollywood movie like the newer ones one with like what's legendary Vatican pictures and,
1: yeah, yeah 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 i can see Brad that
0: Cranston, so i can see that all right so godzilla's done let's move on to some of the other monsters in this set okay uh do you do you want to read the next one
1: sure next we have anguirus armored killer known in the in the ikoria world as gem razor okay four mana three colors and a green Uh, Uh It's a beast with mutate for one green green. Uh It's a 4-4 with reach and trample. And the text says, when this creature mutates, destroy target artifact or enchantment in opponent controls.
0: Yeah, so whenever you put this on top of something or something gets put on top of it, you get to destroy an artifact or enchantment.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, if Yeah. if if you use a mutate ability and put it mm-hmm. on this creature it'll, so, it'll have that effect
0: so mutate is only in Ikoria, sadly so right it's this effect is definitely pushed
1: uh um, more more than a little bit i mean it's it's also just fine as a four, 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 four mana like that's very efficient
0: yeah and i yeah. like the reach and trample i love i love the picture with like the the what is it the jet planes the uh, jet fighters flying around oh.
1: <laughs> yeah all of these
0: monsters should have reach or flying i think they can
1: just swipe it out of the, the sky you know what i mean i mean i mean if we had to say you know all these monsters to be like six six or more but we have anger only only yeah. four four but yeah. you know can't do everything
0: so what what history do you know about Angurius? i remember him i've seen him in a couple of movies
1: yeah Anguirus has come up a couple of times uh out of the godzilla movies Anguirus is the second to appear next to Godzilla in 1955. Mm-hmm. Godzilla raids again. Uh, the design is based around the ankylosaurus dinosaur. Yeah,
0: that's what I was thinking.
1: Which has a you know big heavy shell and the mm-hmm. uh, hammer on the end of his tail. Although in this picture you see a lot of the, more of the spikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anguirus can move very quickly because of um, its body, and his. Mm-hmm. Very very durable. Um, he's it he first appears as an to fight Godzilla, mm-hmm. but in f- later later movies he uh, ends up being Godzilla's, Godzilla's ally. So you'll see him appear uh, when Godzilla fights Gigan and Godzilla mm-hmm. versus Gigan and the very first Godzilla versus Godzilla movie. I want
0: to say when he first fought against Godzilla, like Godzilla beat him by like putting him on his back. Because he's like basically a, a turtle that can't turn over, and uh, get all the spikes. I can't. I, I mean, remember, I used to watch all this stuff. All this stuff used to be on like reruns on TV, like in you know the summertime, like on Spike TV or whatever back in the USA. Sure, sure. So, but this yeah. guy, I've seen him before. I know him. I just can't remember exactly what movie I
1: saw him. <laughs> so, but it, I mean, he comes up a lot. So,
0: yeah, he's a good standby. We could say.
1: Right, right. Um,
0: so, how about the typing and the coloring? You like this, uh, mono green? I think mono green is good. Yeah. Uh Tramp was good. Uh, Being able to destroy enchantments and
1: artifacts like um, airplanes. He- <laughs> <laughs> I think you can justify it. it. It feels a little bit. Okay. Feels a little bit off to me, just because you know, the Toho universe doesn't really have stuff like um, magic. Right, artifacts or enchantments to destroy, yeah. and like even when Angus fought Mega Godzilla, yeah, like he stood as he had his own, yeah. But he got his jaw broken by Mega Godzilla. Ugh, ouch!
0: Yeah, they, yeah. they always get their their jaws broken or their arms broken.
1: It, it, it's a it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty messy fight between giant monsters.
0: Yeah, it's it's street rules.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, so um. Yeah, I think it's all right
0: as far as like flavor wise. Yeah. Uh, next one, I'll, I'll do the next one. So, next one we have Rodon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rodon's pretty popular. I think a lot of people know him. So, he's yeah. Rodon, Titan of Winged Fury. Yep. He's a Jeskai creature. Um, He has a blue, red, and a white only in his casting cost. He only three mana. Uh, yeah, only three mana. His his MTG name is Vadrok Apex of Thunder. <laughs> so, he's an elemental dinosaur cat. <laughs> Okay, so uh, he's got mutate one uh, hybrid azorius and a red red, and uh, he's got flying and first strike, mm-hmm. and it says when when this creature mutates, you may cast uh, target non-creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. So, okay, I can kind of see kind of see this here. I'm not sure about. Okay, first, before we talk about if we like it or not, um, background. Yeah, What do we know about Rodan?
1: So, Rodan first showed up, first appeared in the movie Rodan in 1956. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show up with Godzilla until uh, so he's, the movie. So, he's like
0: the third one, basically. He's like the third monster, right?
1: Uh, actually, Mothra showed up before. Uh, okay, it, really. Mothra, Mothra shows up after Rodan. Mm-hmm. But Mothra shows up in a Godzilla movie before Rodon does. Okay. Yeah, so Rodon didn't show up until 19 not show up in with Godzilla until nineteen sixty-four
0: mm-hmm. with
1: the first appearance of King Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they appeared together in that movie, but before that, Rodan Rodon had his own movie. And fun okay. fact, the Japanese name mm-hmm. is Radon. Mm-hmm. But they changed the name to Rodon, reversing the O and the A uh letters to avoid confusing it with the element radon
0: so that that's your uh what do you get scott pilgrim moments right yeah
1: that's a fun fact
0: (laughs) pakuman yeah sorry bad (laughs) joke if anybody's seen that movie (laughs) Uh... explain the japanese in english um so yeah uh like I was going to say it's a dinosaur cat. It's an elemental dinosaur cat. Um as far as typing, is this a win? Is this okay? I mean,
1: he's definitely a dinosaur. Like I like the, the flying. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and he's very fast, so I think first strike is very yeah. fitting. And he comes
0: out of a an uh I want to say he comes out of a volcano or yes. something usually. So yes. I kind of
1: understand the elemental part.
0: I don't know about the cat
1: though. I mean, that, I think that's just a factor of the, of, of Vadrock being part cat.
0: <laughs> I think it should have been like an elemental dinosaur bird. Would that have been strange?
1: Uh, I, th- I think elemental dinosaur would have been a. It would have been, and, would have been more on point. And
0: another thing is I don't know if I like the uh, the first strike. I think this would have been better with Haste.
1: But... Uh, okay, I can see that. Or no, you know, head, head. If you, or you just add haste. You have blue for flying, red for haste, yeah. white for first strike. Yeah, I can see that. that would have worked.
0: I mean, it's a mythic, so and it's a legendary,
1: so it's not like you're gonna be playing a lot of these. I mean, it's also you know, three different colors of mana to cast, so that's not yeah. exactly easy for a lot of decks. Another one. So but. speaking
0: of color wise, is this a Jeskai card to you, or does that does the
1: coloring I mean, feel correct? The ability is, you know, fits the Jeskai. Uh, color combination mm-hmm. but i mean rodon uh, there isn't much to say about rodon unfortunately he's just mostly a giant flying dinosaur in most of the movies would, i
0: think this would be better as a grixis card to be honest because it's getting stuff back from the graveyard which is more more grixis i would think
1: well but, but non-creatures tend to be very uh, more of a jeskai theme as we saw oh, okay. in Tark's It's a non
0: creature card. Sorry. I thought it was a creature card. Sorry. No, no, no.
1: Non creatures.
0: Non creature card. Okay. Yeah. But I mean there's a lot of removal that you could be playing in uh, in Grixis as well. So
1: Sure. But
0: alright, next one. Up, <laughs> you can do the next one.
1: Alright. Mothra, Sonic Queen. Ones. Yeah. One of one of Toho's uh most popular monsters after godzilla mm-hmm. and mothra has the second most godzilla movie appearances after godzilla so uh-huh. you know very well known in the uh kaiju community anyway mothra supersonic queen uh ikoria card luminous brood moth four mana two white white creature insect three four flying Whenever a creature you control without flying dies, return it to the battlefield under its owner's control with a flying counter on it. Mm. This is a powerful card.
0: Yeah. So, history. Let's do the history first. So, you said it was like the second
1: one to appear? Yeah. So, uh, Mothra's first movie appearance is in the movie Mothra, 1961. But uh, uh, Mothra shows up in 1964, three years later, in Mothra versus Godzilla. Uh-huh. So it's yeah, a standalone. And, yeah, it started off as a standalone and then they decided to put her with put her in the Godzilla universe. Yeah. Yeah. So to speak? Yeah, so So you yeah, had do... So Mothra is a interesting interesting monster. Um mm-hmm. she, often she's have she fed, she's run with two priestesses. Uh-huh.
0: The little tiny
1: girls, right? Yeah, the tiny girls is meant to like speaking for Mothra to the humans. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Uh, Unfortunately, in many of the movies, Mothra uh, ends up dying in battle. Yep. But there's usually like one or two larvae left behind to grow up into the next Mothra for a future movie.
0: Yep. Yep. So that, that's, I mean, let's talk about like, the flavor here and, you know, the, uh, the, the typing everything. How do you feel? Is this good? Is this
1: it, bad? It is, it is so on point. It's yeah, so on point. Yeah, this is perfect. Uh, I mean, the ability is a little bit uh, widespread for the monster. Mm-hmm. But the idea that, you know, when it dies, the larva left behind will grow up to Mothra sort of has the yeah. same idea of start off without flying and now you are able to fly Sometime later. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It's a perfect I, I, card. I
0: feel like this is like the first card that they probably designed for the set. And
1: then like everything else went downhill from there. It it, <laughs> it, I, I, it I mean, whoever was on the team for this, I think they did a very good job with yeah. you know, having this food lot.
0: Um, and you've heard the combo, right? With uh, Solemnity?
1: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> there's been a number of... Uh, combos regarding so like Mothra and Solemnity.
0: So yeah, so basically Solemnity doesn't allow creatures or players to get counters, counters. on it, and so you have that in play. You play this, and then you sack something else, and then stuff just keeps coming back and back and back and back. So like, right? Crooksa,
1: so, so Mothra will whatever. bring the creature back, um, because if, if it didn't have flying, yeah, but so Solemnity is it, an Auto win. That just but,
0: blows my mind. <laughs> Sorry, it,
1: it, the uh, no, this not it's not though. If you're putting run out of cards in hand, they can't discard and take damage.
0: Yeah, if they don't have any cards, it's three damage, three damage, three damage, three damage. If they don't have anything oh, it, in hand.
1: Oh, wait. I thought it, if if they discard if they, it, they can't
0: on... if they discard a the land or if they, dis- they can't discard anything. Yeah, let me bring oh. up out uh, real quick. Croak's, okay, uh, what is maybe Mr. misunderstood. Out here? uh hunger, there we go. What does he, what does he say? So Croxa. there we go. So you have to sacrifice it unless it they escapes. When he is the photo on- attacks, each point discards oh. a card, and then each point who didn't discard a non-like card loses three life.
1: Okay, I misunderstood the ability. I see.
0: Yeah. Ah, okay. So it's an instant win if they don't have any way to get rid of that
1: combo. Right. So. Or if it's Uro, you instantly lose
0: yeah (laughs) you just draw your deck right but i mean uh, like yeah i guess yeah you just do that and in any case anyways so let's move on to the next card i don't want to spend so this is kind of the next card kind of goes along with this uh mysterious egg yeah uh Uh, like you said whenever mothra dies uh whenever mothra dies she leaves behind something so the english i don't this is mothra's giant cocoon is that correct right
1: yeah. So, so this card is one of the uh, one of three cards that will only show up in Japanese. Okay. Yeah, there is no English I text for it. Oh, it's beautiful. It's um, beautiful.
0: So you can get it in Japanese packs anywhere around the world. So it's right. not only and, in Japan. And
1: well, also from the uh, collectors boosters, you can open okay. Moth Giant Cocoon, but it but you will never it, it, there is no English printing of Moth Giant Cocoon. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Now with the alternate arts, at least.
1: Yeah, with this with this art, you will only find it with Japanese text. Yeah,
0: so uh, it's a one mana zero two. Uh, it's an egg creature, <laughs> yeah. and when this creature mutates, you put a plus one plus one counter on it.
1: Yeah, uh, it. I, yeah, I think it's on point. Yeah, flavor I mean, wise, it's good. Mothra herself does not have mutate, so you can't you know mutate the mystery's egg directly into Mothra. Yeah. But, but the idea of you know it will grow and get bigger. I yeah, think that's. I think it's fine.
0: Bigger. Um, I don't know if like I like it as an artifact. It's know, not an it artifact. It's
1: just colorless. Was it colorless? Okay, it's a colorless it's, card. It's just. It's not. It's not an artifact, but it's colorless. So you can play it in Eldrazi. No, Who? would uh, nobody. Uh, the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Okay.
1: Uh. So next one, you want to do? Alright. Ghidorah, like King of the I like Cosmos. It. Yeah. I, I think this is my favorite card of this of the series. Anyway. Uh, Ghidorah, so- King of the Cosmos. Five mm-hmm. mana. Two colorless plus green, blue, and red. Legendary creature. Beast elemental dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Six six with flying and trample. And it says whenever this creature mutates... Exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land permanent card. Put that card into the battlefield or into your hand. Mutate cost is three, red-green hybrid, and blue-blue. Mhm. Like this card is sick. Ah. Oh.
0: And Illuna Apex of Wishes is the uh, the name.
1: Right. That's the the core. The Kira monster is Iluna. Uh... So let's talk about Gidor real quick. What do we know about Giadora? All right. So Ghidorah the three-headed monster.
0: Um, yeah. Absolute badass. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the origin of Ghidorah was um, based off, partly off of the uh, Greek mythology's Hydra, mm-hmm. as well as Japanese mythology's Yamata Orochi. You know, both both monsters having many, many heads. Yamata Orochi oh, yeah, having... Orochi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yamata Orochi has eight heads specifically. But yeah, you know yeah, that that's yeah. really. But you know, for you know, 1960 technolo- movie technology, it's yeah. really hard to have that many heads. So they cut it down yeah. to...
0: They to. They had to use the uh, wires to kind of move those heads all around.
1: Yeah, and costume design and stuff. So yeah. they cut, cut it down to three heads, um, no arms. Yeah. But arms he has you the know, wings, probably. Right. Well, yeah. It, oh. I mean, his wings are. The... Well, he probably had the arms up inside the other heads, right? Uh, <laughs> I think one of them wires, but sure. We'll... <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe the early versions. Maybe. So but yeah, yeah. He, he's very cool. Six six flying trample. Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah for, I, I mean, for base cost of five mana, like that's mm-hmm. already very efficient.
0: Yeah. That's like, you, d- you don't get
1: five you don't get five mana six six in general, and this guy also flies and tramples.
0: Yeah. And it has the mutate ability too. Which yeah. will get something flying and trample. Um, the second ability, excel card from your, your library until you get yeah, non land card and put it in the battlefield. Yeah. So when this so creature so mutates, you get a f-
1: you get a free card, basically. Yeah. Like that's so, also really powerful.
0: So non land permanent, so like you put another big creature right into play then.
1: Right. It's so if, you know, for example, you mutate Ghidorah. Um, mm-hmm. and you have, you know, one of the Godzilla monsters on top of your library. Mm-hmm. He goes straight on the battlefield. Or to your hand nice. if you wanted to, but, uh, you know, you, you just... wants to do that? Yeah, right.
0: I guess... that's Get that 11-11 straight into play.
1: Right, exactly. Like, that, like, that's terrifying for any, for most opponents. Or an Emrakul, or an Ulamog, right? Yeah, you, you, you know, <laughs> you have so, there's so many nasty, nasty things you can do to your opponent with... Ghidorah Yeah,
0: yeah. So um, flavor wise, uh, is this is this a win? Is this good? Is this a match? Do you do you see Ghidorah I... as a Tamer creature?
1: Uh, it's, it's hella terrifying, that's for sure. Again, I think it's more of a Grixis creature. Really? Well, like, where It do seems you see, like it's coming it... from
0: space and stuff like that. Eh, I mean, space, space isn't really, so, really so a, or, isn't really so much a isn't really so much a black
1: specific thing.
0: I want to say it's space, more like a time space monster, right? I mean, it, yeah, like, Ghidorah did from, from another come from dimension. space.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: So he came in like what 1960s as well. As far yeah, as his Yeah. 1964,
1: 1964 was his first movie, literally. Ghidorah, mm-hmm. the three-headed monster. Um, and he only he was defeated because he was fighting. It was three against one: Godzilla, Rodan, and Mothra versus King Ghidorah.
0: Mm. Yeah, you need you need to have. One for each head, basically. Those heads are nasty.
1: Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, they didn't even kill him. He flew away from Earth after that fight.
0: He had to lick his wounds, so to
1: speak. Yeah.
0: Um. So, beast, elemental, dinosaur. Does that work?
1: Uh, Do you See
0: it as a beast. Dinosaur for sure. Well, like you said, he came from Hydra, like Orochi and stuff like that. That
1: was the origin of it, but like, he's not—he's not growing any more heads. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't, call, so I wouldn't, is. I wouldn't call it a. I mean, definitely, def, certainly, Hydra inspired. Yeah. But not not, 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 a true Hydra in that sense. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, it's okay. Like,
1: I think the coloring. Eh, I mean, the ability is definitely Tamar. Yes. It's but exactly. like, as
0: far as like how I see King Ghidorah, I kind of see him more as like a, a Grixis type creature. It's just like terrifying, like you said. <sighs> All right. Uh, next one, okay? Yeah, go for it. All right. Now this guy, no, I've seen him in a bunch of movies. Gigan, mm-hmm. Cyber Cyberclaw Terror, and his MTG counterpart is Giruda, Doom of Death. That's right, yeah. Depths. Uh, so it's a uh, four and two. Uh, I guess we could say two Demir hi- Hybrid Mana, and it has Companion. So the Companions, where you can uh, you-, you can play this only if you meet the special. Uh, how can I say, uh, deck conditions, spe- special conditions. There we go. Yeah. So it says your starting deck contains only cards with even converted mana costs. Now, isn't this kind of like, isn't the companion thing kind of like an EDH card? Uh, Like it's outside of your of. game or, or right. you have so, to show this right away?
1: Yeah. So, um, if your deck meets the conditions, yeah, you review the companion card from your sideboard. Okay. Yeah, so, so companion cards, will ha- they have to be in your side if you're if you want to use it as a companion. Yeah. They have to be in your sideboard. Yeah. Otherwise, you can just play it as one of the cards in one of the regular cards in your deck, that's fine.
0: Mhm. I'm confused about that. I'll have to learn more about that later.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's um, a that's not for this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so uh so yeah, it says when uh Gigan or Garuda in uh, the battlefield, each player puts the top four cards of their library into their graveyard. You put a creature card with an even converted converted mana cost from among those cards onto the battlefield under your control. Correct. So I remember when I was like a kid, I had VHS tapes. I mean, that's probably way before your time. No, no, uh, I grew, so, I come
1: on VHSes. I'm not that I'm not that young.
0: Okay. So <laughs> like, uh, I had uh, Godzilla versus Megalon which was, uh, was kind of like some kind of wa- wasp monster. I don't know if it's even a wasp. It was some right, kind of right. insect sort of thing. Yeah. And it, and then Gigan was actually in that one as well. So that's it was right. like Gigan for, and uh, Megalon versus Godzilla and uh, I think Jim Jaguar or something like that. Yeah, was Jet, Jaguar, like some... Jet Jaguar Jet was in that Jaguar. movie as well, correct? Yeah, you can, it's like a robot. kind of like, It's like a ripoff of Ultraman, basically. What? I, that's what I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> Cause even like crossed his hands to become big, you know.
1: Yeah. I... But
0: yeah, but anyways, that was like my first uh, exposure to Gigan. Gigan's always been one of the coolest. He was also, I think, in Final Wars they replaced his claws with like chainsaws. And yes, like, that's, oh, that's that's so right. So cool. That's right. They <laughs> so cool.
1: They definitely uh, gave him upgrades over the course yeah. of the years. So he's yes. a he's a cyborg space monster. You Correct. Say, right. Yeah, so in, so Godzilla in a... versus Ghidran was 1972, Godzilla yeah. versus Megalon was 1973, so it's very okay. close together.
0: Yeah, they wanted to yeah. recycle him before his suit deteriorated.
1: Yeah, so yeah, they brought him yeah they brought him back for Megalon. Yeah. Um. Like yeah, cyborg space monster, he has a buzzsaw saw down his uh the front of his chest.
0: Yeah, I remember he, he'd pull Godzilla into him and like cut him up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's a nasty, nasty monster. Yeah. He, he was one of the, the coolest Whoa. enemies,
0: I thought. Um, so, yeah, he's a demon kraken in the uh, MTG universe. So how do you feel about the, the typing here?
1: All right. So Gigan. Uh
0: Yeah, does it match it?
1: I, I, I think if it was like an artifact creature, it would be much closer. Mm-hmm. Um. Just given the, you know, how he, how he is built. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I think creature wise, you know, we're not going to have a lot of clean matches just because, you know, the game is for Ikoria first. Yeah. But, you know, I think the name is great. Cyberclaw Terror. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think blue black is a good color combination for Gigan.
0: No, I think I, uh, I,
1: I totally agree with the artifact. You know, you can
0: have a blue black artifact creature. yeah totally
1: but you know i mean also just look by the but also like look at the text box like Mm -hmm. legendary creature demon kraken is a lot of characters yeah so putting legendary artifact creature you have to cut it down to like maybe demon or kraken
0: well uh, you say that and but we look at giadora and it was beast elemental dinosaur yeah three types you You give me artifact (laughs) demon
1: kraken come on Mm. uh, (laughs) but but anyway um i think the uh the, you know each player mills four mm-hmm. i think that's i think that's a very much of the meat hook I love or that. chainsaw uh flavor of just cutting your brain out
0: i'm really excited about that card just that that's an awesome ability and it's you can cool put a creature ability. to play like
1: I like would've... six mana six six is strong yeah. by itself like yeah. i'd play that but this you know like you literally have a put a creature um from any graveyard onto your side of the battlefield so long as it even mana cost yeah. like that's like that's good i think that's, i think that's really strong
0: i i want to blink this all day long oh no. just put all my cards into play. <laughs> uh. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: give it to uh, what was the, i mean if you're playing edh like this with like the uh oh what is that six mana guy with the uh, soul bond you know, oh
1: uh did i navigate her yeah just
0: one mana right to, to it. that's just uh, so it's, it's nasty it's two mana it's
1: too, but still that's two mana that's really yeah. strong that's yeah. still really strong uh. all right
0: next <laughs> card you can do if you want
1: uh-huh. all right kissin heiki Make a Godzilla.
0: okay yeah i love yeah, Godzilla.
1: The, yeah the uh, proc- uh, my approximate translation is the deciding weapon Godzilla. okay based off of uh crystalline giant 3-mana, three 3-3, three, three Artifact Giant, Uh, huge text box, yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of combat on your turn, choose a kind, kind of counter at random that Crystalline Giant doesn't have on it from among Flying, First Strike, Death Touch, Hexproof, Lifelink, Menace, Reach, Trample, Vigilance, and plus one plus one. Put a counter of that kind on Crystalline Giant. Uh, in in simpler terms, get any of your upkeep. Give it a random ability or a plus one plus one counter if it doesn't have that ability I already.
0: It. I love it. I love it.
1: Sorry, I'm so excited. Ah, uh, like my probably my
0: top favorite. My favorite character, maybe my second favorite character in the entire Godzilla yeah, he's,
1: universe. He's a he's another popular recurring character. Yeah. First appearing in 1974 in the movie Godzilla vs. Megagodzilla. Was that the one with, like uh, the for- monkey space people? Um, I
0: think I've seen that one. It might be a different movie. Yeah, because he's he's showing but, up later, and people other people just had him to like fight Godzilla, right? Yeah.
1: So when Godzilla first shows up, he looks like Godzilla, you know, with the uh-huh. scaly body and stuff. Uh huh. And Anguirus, being you know his friend, gets really confused
0: uh-huh. when Godzilla,
1: when he fight when he, has, when he gets him a fight with Godzilla, but then the real Godzilla shows up and Atomic breaths the cost the disguise away, yeah, revealing that. He this is a robot.
0: Hey.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a basic that's a basic story. I
0: love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm uh, so flavor-wise, good? Bad? Oh, How my. Is this?
1: I, I think it's really I think it's good. This
0: is perfect. Like this is like yeah. next to Mothra. It's like so good cuz you know God Mikasa has all those like
1: hidden weapons everywhere. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's really part of, you know, the character design. It is he just equipped with like missiles and yep, lasers yep. and stuff. Yeah, That they drill hands
0: or something, right?
1: Yeah, like whatever the movie wants to give him. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So this is, like, this e- is amazing.
1: Like even in 1993 in Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, Mechagodzilla uh-huh. combines with the airship Garuda mm-hmm. to fight Godzilla. So wow. like <laughs> he literally takes on this, you know, warship to fly. That's funny. So, yeah.
0: No, not, another nothing I really like about this, it's three mana and like it's not legendary. So you can put four Mecha Godzilla's in your deck I and mean, that's just amazing. <laughs> I wanna
1: send all my Mecha Godzilla's at you. Oh my goodness. That's so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, this is this is a fun it's gonna be a, I, I think the uh abilities gonna be messy to keep track of.
0: Yeah. you have to, hopefully like they you, give us you, like you... tokens or something, right?
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's it's gonna be like it's gonna be like an Amunet where you have the like exert punch out tokens and stuff. Yeah. So you're gonna have ability counters to come with most of the packs. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you mean if you have those on hand, you'll be able to like stack them on top. hmm But like, it it, he can do a lot of different things. Yeah.
0: So okay, crystalline giant. Let's move on to the next one. I don't want to spend too much of your time. We got a couple more creatures, I think, and then we're. Let's try to speed through the rest. Yeah, next, we have. Let's, I'll do the okay, next sure. two. So, the All next right. two, they're both the same ones. King Caesar, Ancient mm-hmm. Guardian. I remember this guy. He kind of reminded me of like a Kung Fu King Kong. Kind yeah, of.
1: Yes, you are, you are. You are not completely wrong.
0: Yeah, so I, I remember him. like like I think he showed up in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla when Godzilla
1: was yeah, that, losing yeah. to Mechagodzilla. He kind of helped out Godzilla, I, I believe. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, Mechagodzilla and King Caesar showed up. For the first time in the same movie.
0: And you said that this was uh, based on Okinawa's statues? It's like an yeah. Okinawa creature, kind of?
1: Yeah, so Okinawa has uh, Shisa statues, mm-hmm. which are like like, like lions. Mm-hmm. Very similar to the uh, Chinese style. Um, where you have the lion statues in front of the entrance of mm. uh, temples and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So very, very similar design there.
0: I don't know. I kind of always thought he was kind of like a monkey I don't never thought him as a cat, like a cat monkey. Probably would have been a little <laughs> bit better, maybe. So the first one we have King Caesar, Ancient Guardian. Um, he right. his mirror is Huntmaster Liger, and mm-hmm. uh, has mutates for two and a, a white mana. And says whenever this creature mutates, other creatures you control get plus x plus x until the end of turn, where x is the number of times that creature has mutated. So basically, he's like a, a an anthem effect when you you mutate. Right. And then, right, exactly. And it's a 3-4. It's, it's a decent body. And this, this is the right. uncommon version of him. And then the uh, the, uh, the big boy. Say, the big version of him, The there's a Mardu version. King Caesar, Awoken Titan is uh, mm-hmm. one red, white, and a black. And it has mutates with uh, two and then the, uh, I guess we say the Rakdos hybrid color and then white, white. He has double strike. Yep. And when this creature mutates, it deals 4 damage to target creature or Planeswalker and important controls, and you gain 4 life. I like those abilities.
1: Yeah, I mean, the ability is definitely very fitting for Mardu. Like, the life very gain. Very powerful creature. Yeah, the life gain and the damage.
0: I, but like, you know, just to jump ahead here, I think it might have been a better flavor for, like, Naya. Because I kind of see him as like an island a jungle type, you know, deity sort of thing. I don't really see him as sure. as evil with like I don't see him as having a black in his 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 color. So
1: yeah, I can see that. I mean, if I look at the you know the Mardu clan from Tarkir, you're mm-hmm. very combat oriented.
0: Yeah, the
1: double you strike.
0: You, I, I, the double I mean, strike I, I think just, works because he's like a kung fu, like sure. I said. So he's a he's a fighter and he he fights real quickly. I,
1: Right, and one of his abilities is that he can absorb beam attacks through his right eye and then return them through his left eye. Wow, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> so, I mean, so that kind of goes with the, um, this uh, mutation ability of dealing damage and gaining the life back. It sort yeah. of just redirects that damage, so
0: The Lightning Helix yeah. ability.
1: I, I, right, so I think that's a really interesting way to parallel Snapdack's Apex of the Hunt by, th- by making him King Caesar. So, when they mutate, they, they get all
0: those abilities, right? So like he gets the right. double so strike if, and the if, ability to do four damage. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So regardless of you put the card below or above the creature you're mm. mutating, you it, it will always it will have the triggered ability and the double strike. Gotcha.
0: All right. Uh, let's move on to the next one real quick. Your turn. Uh,
1: Violante, Plant Beast Form. I just watched this movie yesterday. <laughs>
0: Uh, I saw this back when I was, like, in elementary school. Yeah. So, so
1: Violante. Two colorless mana. White, black, green. Legendary creature. Cat, Nightmare, Beast. Mm. Five, five, Death, Touch, Lifelink. When this creature mutates, return any number of target creature cards with total power, ten or less, from your graveyard to the battlefield. The seven mana mutate ability. Four mana. White, green, hybrid. Black, black. Death the right apex of death is the Ikoria counterpart
0: so this was a newer godzilla movie
1: right biolante came in
0: 1989 so this is like during uh, the boom bubble economy in japan
1: yeah so biolante uh, was was a genetically engineered clone of godzilla mm. spliced with gene- with genes from a rose and a human
0: yeah, I remember him fighting against like it would just wrap its like vines around him and had like acid in them. I think. Yeah. And, like, thorns it... were like digging into Godzilla. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it, that fight was brutal. Epic. Oh my and goodness. Godzilla always gets f up. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. You're not wrong. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So again, cat nightmare beast. I feel like they pushed way too many cats in this set. Why couldn't this been (laughs) why couldn't this been like a plant nightmare beast?
1: I know Seriously. It would have been fine, I think.
0: (laughs) Or like a sapling nightmare beast.
1: I mean, I think I think plant nightmare beast definitely would have been fine if they were thinking of going in that direction. Yeah. But but yeah, I flavor wise, you know, Hobbs and colors I think is very fitting for Biolante. Yeah. Like I feel like some um, of these
0: cards, they ended up kind of designing the magic card first, and then kind of it's like an afterthought, like Violante. But like other I ones, I mean, that's
1: that's probably what happened.
0: Like Mothra was insect, insect. That's perfect. You know what I mean?
1: Right. I think it. it I think. I mean, I think you're going to get it for as close as possible. Some of them are going to be much better hits than others. Yeah.
0: Um, as far as flavor. Or you know typing. How how do you see Bialante as a an Abzan card?
1: Uh I. I like it. Yeah. I mean, death touch Lifelink, link. I think is, pretty cool for you know the monster itself. Yeah, the death.
0: I think the death touch is probably good. Like I said, they had like acid in the movie and whatnot in the.
1: Thorns. Yeah, I mean it. It, Bialante was a very destructive. Yeah. But creature.
0: it's a plant kind of so like yeah i mean it i mean it's, jund, it's really a
1: plant i, I like john a little bit more i think hmm i think jund that makes worked. it more gives it, gives it gives it a more wild yeah aspect of it yeah um i think black is fine though just because of how resistant Violante was to being destroyed like you can yeah. just cut its vines and it just came back it, and it kept on bringing
0: back more vines and more vines right
1: yeah i mean even when uh biolante left to earth it just this person this spore, just spores into space it didn't he mm. it didn't, it didn't actually die
0: i do not remember that part at all sorry I, <laughs> like, I haven't seen it since, since like 92 probably
1: yeah no problem no problem yeah. um so I right. move
0: on. yeah moving on next one we have uh dorat the perfect pet which uh has the <laughs> counterparts in sprite dragon in the mtg universe universe it's a fairy dragon uh-huh. And uh, it's a one-one for a red and bl- sorry, a red and blue, and it yep. has flying in haste. And whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you get to put a plus one plus one counter on it. So it's yeah, like very permanent it card.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I've never heard of this, to be honest.
1: All right, so Dorat appeared in 1991 Godzilla vs King Ghidorah,
0: one of the newer King Ghidorah um,
1: movies. Right so the story behind this was that uh aliens from the future um in this future in their their future japan Mm -hmm. became a economic superpower Mm -hmm. they wanted to travel back in time and left dorat behind Mm -hmm. to grow up into king Ghidorah. yeah so dorat is a there's three dorats yeah. And basically, they fused together to grow up the King Ghidorah over the course of time. See,
0: I remember watching that kind of movie where that happened, where like Gazelle was fighting these three monsters, and then I'm oh, uh, yeah, he beat them finally. And I think Manta was in that one too. And then they merged into King Ghidorah. I'm like, whoa, I was not expecting that to happen.
1: Yeah, so Doran is basically baby King Ghidorah. And I do love how the artist put three Dorats into the artwork. Like, that's yeah. a very good. That's a very that's a very good attention to detail. Yeah.
0: So flavor wise, it's a win.
1: Uh, I think so. It's like yeah. BB the Ghidorah just grows up bigger the more magic is exposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I definitely like it a lot, and I'm I'm kind of excited actually for you know constructed with this card as well. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Right. Um. Next one.
1: Your turn, <laughs> I guess. Batra. Okay, sure. Ankoku Hakaiju Batra. Uh, this was a little bit hard to translate. Ankoku means darkness, Hakai is destroy. Yeah. And the Jew, is the same Jew for Kaiju like beast. So yeah. my rough translation is Dark Destroyer Batra.
0: Mm, sounds good. First <laughs>
1: appears in nineteen ninety two, uh, Godzilla vs. Mothra. Um basically the it's basically a black Mothra. I remember the creature. I remember it. I don't know if I saw this movie though. Yeah, it's it's not very it's not very. Actually, I don't think it's very well known. Actually, I did
0: buy this movie. This is like something about like
1: at Walmart in like the
0: cash register line as like a impulse buy. I think for like three dollars or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean Walmart has a lot of those nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. it might have been on DVD. I'm yeah. not sure,
0: but yeah, I remember this card. So yeah, tell basically, us, Black Mothra. So tell us about it. What's its ability? What's its uh? uh
1: okay, so it's based. It's the the version of Dirge Bat, which is 2 Black Black, 3-3 three, three Flash Flying. Mm. Mutate cost is 4 Black Black, so a little bit costly. But whenever this creature mutates, destroy target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the ability. I don't like the cost. <laughs> so this is I something... Mean, so th-
1: I mean, you can play it as a four mana three three flash flyer, and then put another creature on top of it later. Yeah, other you get the effect.
0: Right. Yeah. You wouldn't pay right. its mutate cost.
1: I mean, if you do it late, maybe you would, but yeah. but yeah, it's, it's it's kind of flexible in that regard.
0: Yeah. Something you would you want to add to it? The more mutate yeah. cards you have, the better it gets. Right. Yeah. It's right. it's not it's not a bad card. Um. Mm-hmm. As
1: far as uh, flavor and type, uh, and you like it. I, I like it, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think it's, it's Batra great. was created to, created by the Earth to fight off humanity because of something they were doing.
0: They're trying to destroy humanity. You mean?
1: Right, right. It it was it was born out of vengeance, uh, so to speak.
0: No, I like this. I like it as uh like you said uh an, an antithesis of uh, of Mothra. Yeah, I think this was this is
1: designed the, well. Right, and this is the third, um, of the because like promo cards to be only printed in japanese gotcha
0: so you can only get yeah, the, so this one that that sorry that art's the only thing you can get in japanese
1: right yeah. you only you you can't you can't have this art with english text
0: it's pretty badass to be honest i like it
1: a Yeah, lot it's, it's very cool it's it's Very cool. cool. all
0: right my turn next one i love it baby godzilla <laughs> baby godzilla i love this movie man every i think everyone's seen this one with like finding the three praying mantises and he's got, uh, like, the little ring, you know, uh, he's got ring breath. He doesn't have, like, the full breath because he's not strong enough yet. And he's he's trying yeah, to Yeah, maybe because he shows
1: up a couple of times in the, yeah. across the movies. That's when
0: I remember. I remember him from, like, the 70s. Maybe it was a 70s movie. Maybe it was <laughs> 80s. Oh, yeah. And there was, like, some old dude in, like, this little truck with, like, his son and his son... Like, it was basically, like, same size as Baby Godzilla. They found like, walking around the countryside. Sorry, I'm <laughs> rambling here. And then it becomes super nah. big to fight, you know, the giant monsters. Anyways, yeah. uh, it's a 1-3 for one and a blue. Polywag Symbiote is its uh, MTG counterpart. It's a frog creature. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, it says each creature spell you cast costs one less to cast if it has mutates. Yep. And whenever you cast a creature spell... If it has mutate you get to loot you to draw a card and discard a card correct yeah i like this i i think it's a good card i think very cute yeah well designed um i I, like you said frog i think kind of works for it It, it'll mutate to to a reptile later on it's already a reptile but
1: yeah i mean the fun thing about mutate about this ability is that they both the regular casting costs and the Mm -hmm. mutated costs Cost one less if uh, Baby Godzilla is on the board. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Alright, uh, next one Space yeah. Godzilla Void Invader, formerly known as Space Godzilla Death Corona. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ikoria counterpart Void Beckoner mm-hmm. is huge. Uh, six black black, so eight mana for an eight eight with Death Touch nightmare horror. Mm. Uh, cycling for in the black. Uh-huh. And when you cycle void beckoner, put a death touch counter on target creature you control. So it's sort of like the counter sort of like the black version of um, the green cycling Godzilla. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: A uh, primeval champion. So it's kind of it's just sort of the same idea. Yeah. Just gives death touch instead of trample. Yeah. I, I mean that eight mana. Woo. Yeah. I don't know But if like I'd Death ever... touch is a strong ability. Yeah, but eight eight death touch, eh, eh. I. <laughs>
0: I'm not. I'm not too excited about this as a card itself. Sure. Yeah, but. Uh, I, mean, I definitely. I
1: definitely like the idea of just being able to give a creator death touch and having it be a combat trick. Yeah, basically
0: in the cycling. I yeah. mean, I'd be use it for cycling most of the time and late game. I, I mean, was th- like, oh hey, yay! I got you know this eight eight as a
1: finisher. I think that's most. I think that's usually gonna be how it plays out. Um, as far as typing and flavor, you like this? Uh, I mean it's definitely very scary. Yeah. I, I, I just finished watching. Um, those versus space Godzilla this morning actually, and I was. It. It's it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they yeah definitely so it's, gotten better, I think, over the years.
1: Well, I mean, the Space Godzilla, you know, like his name um, implied, he came from space.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The theory is that um godzilla's cells fra- out in space either because of mothra or for Biolante uh-huh. got exposed to space radiation from from a black hole uh, and that mutated the cells to become space godzilla wow nice yeah
0: um so the other space godzilla here we have the Bio Quartz Space Godzilla.
1: Yeah, this guy's cool.
0: This one's cooler, definitely cooler. So, this is a, a Sultai creature. It's two black, a green, and a blue. It's a 6 yep. 6 trample. Uh, it has mutate to two with the, the Demir hybrid mana and green green. And mm-hmm. it says uh, when you cast uh, Bio Quartz Space Godzilla or Brokos, Apex of Forever in the MTG world, uh, mm-hmm. you may. Uh, it says from your graveyard, you say you may cast it from your graveyard using its mutate ability. Yep. So you can use its ability to put it on on top or below something, basically yeah. getting something trample. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. If you want to put it on top, it gives him the six six trampler. Put it below, it just gets trampled. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, it's definitely strong. It's a uh, name. Name is, name is really cool, Bio Quartz in reference to the crystals on its shoulders and back.
0: I mean, it's kind of the same as the other one, the other Space Godzilla, right? They both have
1: them. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's it's, that's one of his defining features, yeah. the crystals. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. really the crystals that give Space Godzilla its abilities.
0: So, how do you feel so. about this as a Sultai card? Um. Do you like being able to come uh, back a, from the graveyard as well?
1: I think it's a little bit looser than some of the other cards. Okay. Like, like, Space Godzilla doesn't really come back. But, you know, so, like, ability-wise, it's kind of, it's pretty loose, I think. Okay. But as another 5-mana 6-6, like King Ghidorah, I think, yeah, cheap, powerful, and... But
0: but the mutated ability kind of works, though, because, like, he's a mutation of Godzilla, basically.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think that part's Okay.
0: And it become it becomes it's a huge monster. It creates a huge monster. The cells of him, yeah. whatever yeah. he touches. All right, I think we got, we're down to our last one. So last yep. one, uh, destroya perfect yeah. life form. So everquill phoenix is the MTG counterpart. Uh huh. You wanna
1: read it? Sure. Uh, destroya or everquill phoenix is a four mana four four flyer. Costs is two red fred. Um, whenever this creature mutates, create a red artifact token named Feather, with one mana. Sacrifice Feather, turn target Phoenix card from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped.
0: So you just mutate and a mutate crap cost ton is stu- three yeah. in red. So you just mutate yeah. a crap ton of stuff, make a tons of tokens, then bring all your Phoenix back at one time. And he'll
1: just keep coming back. Yeah. Or you know, if it's just or if it's just Destroyer, he'll just keep coming back.
0: Yeah. But if you have other Phoenix, you just you have some kind of yeah, Phoenix it's... Dredge effect. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah, you can bring back other Phoenixes as well.
0: Yeah. So uh as far as uh, him as a Phoenix, yeah, does it
1: work? Oh uh, it. yeah. I yeah, so in the nineteen ninety five movie, Gozola vs. Destroya, um the first one is formed when, you know, miniature versions of him combine. Hmm. In that version, the you know that, like, mid-sized version, so to speak, mm-hmm. is defeated by Godzilla Jr., or maybe Godzilla. But even after being defeated, it revives into an even bigger monster, like, bigger than Godzilla big. Like, I don't... I'm, it sounds familiar. I don't think I've ever saw that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: like, it doesn't... So, you know, the fifth... I mean, the does, doesn't grow each time it comes back. But just the idea of it being able to come back multiple times... Yeah. I think is uh, very on point. Yeah, I like
0: so. it. I like it. It's It It really works as far as like uh, flavor-wise.
1: Yeah. All so right. did, for the most part, they did a
0: good job, I think, overall. Yeah. I kind of enjoy, you know, like the, the designs and the typing and stuff like that.
1: They definitely did their best to match the monsters to the Ikoria creatures as best they could. Yeah, yeah.
0: So this brings you to the last part of the show. I wanted to ask you what what cards are you most excited about? Like which ones do you uh, want to play with? What do you want to build around? E- either you know for EDH or constructed or casual, whatever. Sure. Which ones are you so most excited for, about? Like, let's say, what's I your mean, top three?
1: Uh, my top three. Let's see, Ghidorah, King of the Cosmos.
0: Okay. EDH uh, card I have a team or
1: EDH? Yeah, I have a teamer deck already. That this deck goes perfe- fits perfectly, and thematically. Okay. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, is just really, really cool. Like you, like you don't turn down the big dude. Yeah. You don't exactly. turn him down. <laughs> so and again, my... is that
0: another EDH card? I'm guessing.
1: Uh, yeah, but you know, if I can play him in standard, that'd be really mm. cool. Okay. I would love to play him in standard. And I think for my third pick, uh, I think just Baby Godzilla for the collection. Like, he's just he's so cute.
0: Give him in a foil. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that foil is gonna be nice. Yeah.
1: How about you? What do you want to play with the most?
0: So there's a couple. Like I talked a little bit about spite dragon. I think spite dragon could actually be good in in some kind of uh, constructed deck. Maybe a like a prowess. You know, blue blue red. Lots of cantrips and stuff like that. Uh, we sure. Have sure. Blue red phoenix was not too bad of a deck. You know, not too long ago in standard and. You know, that's right. also good in Pioneer. I'm I'm not sure if that could fit in there, but you know that I think that would be a, a good card for that.
1: So I'm kind of sure, excited
0: sure. for that. Uh Crystalline Giants, I think would be <laughs> I, I wanna play I wanna find out how to play it, to be honest. You know, I wanna play four of these. I don't know what kind of deck would want them, but uh you know, I don't know if this would fit like I don't know if this would be like in a ballista deck or something in in uh what do you call? you know, pioneer or whatnot, but I think I think it's a fun card to build around. It's something I'm going to be sure. working with. And the <laughs> other card that I'm kind of excited about, I think, is uh, Nethro, Apex of the Dead, the uh, Abzan card. That'd be a lot of for sure. Yeah. So I, I just like the ability to bring back, like, your entire board. So if you have, like, a bunch of, you know, two-twos or, you know, a mix of that... Yeah,
1: Ten power is a lot to work with. Like you bring back like a couple, a like, hey, big creature, plus a small creature, or a ton of small yeah. creatures, and it's just, you know either way, it's going to be power, a powerful effect.
0: Yeah, the mutate is a little heavy. It's seven mana, you know. But if you could play a couple other cards with mutate here, and then like I kind of I kind of like it in a pioneer bringing back, or some kind of like uh, graveyard deck where you put stuff into the graveyard and then mutate it to, to kind of get all those cards back.
1: You sure, know what sure. I mean?
0: It's kind of, kind of like uh, Erebus Whip slash Unburial uh, <laughs> um, Rites, you know, so, sort of thing.
1: Yeah, you definitely. There's definitely a lot of potential to be had with Netheroi.
0: Yeah, so so that's okay. it. I think that's what I'm excited about. Well, I think that's gonna do it for our show. So let's uh, end it up. Do you have any shout outs or you know, do you want to like promote anything?
1: Uh, I mean, anything you I'm recommend really to happy. People? Yeah. <laughs> uh if you have not i mean you know the kaiju movies aren't for everybody but if it's chance, uh definitely check out the 1954 godzilla movie the original i think it's yeah the very very first one i think it has a lot of good points um oh, I'm, you know, I'm in the
0: mood to see all of them now to be honest
1: yeah so uh for any listeners if you're uh in the usa all of the godzilla movies are on hulu <laughs> Um, with English subtitles. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, check out your local library. Maybe they have the Criterion Collection,
0: probably, where
1: you can where yeah. you can see, you know, lots of behind the scenes of mm-hmm. a lot of these monsters, and you know, as far as filmmaking, as far as filmmaking history, you know, kaiju movies, you know, they've contributed contributed a lot, and that's I think like, that's a that's something to be appreciated. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. Well, I'm going to close this up then. So that's going to do it for today's show. Yeah, thank you for having me, Ryan. Yeah. I hope everyone that's listening to us uh, enjoyed listening about today's topic. And hopefully you'll come back next time to learn more about what's going on and MTG in Asia and in Japan in general. You know, sorry, I haven't really recorded any recent uh, podcasts. uh, You know, with everything going on in the world right now, I got other stuff happening. Hopefully, with all this free time, we get more people on in the future, though. So, uh, look forward to more shows. Uh, If you have any comments or suggestions for future shows, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Yoshwenky, which is Y O S C H W E N K Y or you can contact me through my, my website where I will be posting this uh, www.thejapanhobbyist.com all right well thanks again for coming on kevin hope to see you again in a future podcast
1: yeah i'd love to have i love i'd love to be back